Yo, come on. You are listening there to the podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over ah, to patreon.com slash geek.io. Hello, gentle listener. While Geek.io holds its talent to the highest standards, what follows will likely involve the sort of language usually reserved for sailors on leave. If you're of a delicate disposition, then perhaps you would consider a different podcast. This is S4, and we're here to spoil you rotten on today's geekiest shows. This may include relevant episodes up to as well as including those in the description. If you want to avoid knowing too much, then please come back later. For those who remain, I welcome you to the Small Screen Spoiler Show. Spoilers. Yes, indeed. Friends, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Small Screen Spoiler Show. This is your Small Screen Spoiler Show, episode number 90. I am CJ, it's not junk, it's research boat. And that man over there, shout out to Al Pacifico, is Jared, who was, way to glory, as a veto. Hoo-ha! It's junk. It's not junk, it's research. Uh, speaking of junk and research, the invisible third chair, of course, belongs to Daryl hit with a bag of sandwiches, Shaler. Don't, don't hit cops with bags of sandwiches. <laughs> but if you do, well, better call Saul. <laughs> and we got, of course, the, um, re, uh, the mostly not visible third, fourth chair is the lovely and talented, Rachel, definitely compensating for their shortcomings, Boat. You better believe it. I am the disembodied voice. I need to come up with those shortcomings. And keeping us alive behind the curtain is Carrie. Throw in a batshit crazy if you like, Wilcox. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) If you like. She can throw one in for you. Yeah. Just ask nicely. Yeah. If you like. You don't have to, though. It's completely up to you. (laughs) Uh, Very accommodating. Yes. Hey, Jazz. What are we talking about tonight? Well, tonight we're going to talk about Iron Fist. He's back. <laughs> Season 2, Episode 1, The Fury of Iron Fist. And Episode 2, The City's Not for Burning. Then what is it for? Also, we're going to talk about Better Call Saul, Season 4, Episode 6, Pinata. Episode 7, Something Stupid. And Episode 8, Kushada. Uh, so we're going to get started with Iron Fist. I'm going to start with my, I'm going to start with a complaint first before even we play Daryl stuff. You want to know my complaint about Iron Fist? Uh, yeah, go for it. Whoa. Now there's two of you. Now hear me. No, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, (laughs) my complaint about Iron Fist, it's not 13 word long Chinese proverbs. I know that is a little bit disappointing. (laughs) Now I don't have that to make fun of anymore. I was waiting for you to get angry at most of them like you did last year. That was half the fun of Iron Okay, that it was, was the, it was our bit. That I mean, was the on. only fun had in season one of Iron The city is not for burning. It is a golden fire upon the flower in the moon sky. There, that's better. <laughs> that's good. All right, let's see what Daryl has to say about it. Blind Fury, season two, episode one. The persona of Iron Fist. Jesus. Season one was pretty shit, really. Yes. But it had potential. And Danny Rand worked pretty well in Defenders and really well in Luke Cage. So you know what? I'm optimistic. 
And it's easy to be optimistic since there are some really simple things that can be done to make this show better. They've had time now to teach Danny Bland how to fight. They can cover up his face with a mask when he really needs to fight. They can keep the character's innocent, hopeful inner peace instead of turning him into an angsty faux Batman. That would be great. They can turn back on the family drama, of course, and as long as they don't do anything stupid like take the character's powers away for a huge chunk of the season save money again, that would be great. This is going to be great. (laughs) In the first episode, Danny is patrolling the streets looking for bad guys to fight while struggling with his inner Batman. Well, fuck. Oh, and can we please talk about that scene where Colleen reenacts Shenmue? She finds a location and reads a sign, then goes up to a random NPC to ask about the sailors, gets some bland dialogue directing her to the Silver Lotus, and then continues her quest. As she walks around the corner, she triggers a cutscene complete with Save the Day QTE and horribly written exposition from Mr. Yip. And where will she find those sailors? <laughs> so, um, I didn't get all that, but I appreciated it. I didn't get all of it either because I realized about halfway through, I'm like, I don't have my notebook here. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm guessing my kids took my rocket book somewhere. I don't know where it is. But I know what NPCs are in cutscenes. Yes. That dialogue. It's on the kitchen table because your puppies were trying to eat it. Okay, could you get it for you, please? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Uh, that, I do, that kind of summed it up. <laughs> I do remember my first note of that, though. My first note of Iron Fist uh, season one episode or season two episode two, one, uh, still better fighting than Iron Fist. Hey, wait! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's better fighting than it was. There's there's actual fight choreography. Danny's there to Whoa. stop the the looping audio <laughs> with his Iron Fist. Iron Iron Fist Fist. <laughs> Oh no! Let it start happening again. Echo uh, fist. But he couldn't get there before lots of people got shot. Yeah, he was late. Danny's Danny still pretty bad at his job. <laughs> He's still pretty bad at his job. But he can punch an armored truck. Yeah, yeah. That was a cool effect. I did write down uh, Ying Yang Laundry uh, Cleaners, which is slightly racist. <laughs> Though it's still Chinese people, but still. But it was a it was a fine cold open. Yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll give it a passing grade. Iron Fist showed off his iron fist. Um, he fisted. Fuck. Uh, fighting. He, he he fisted some bad guys. <laughs> he did. He did. Uh. He yeah, that was about it. He fisted some bad fighting. Guys. Yeah. Behind a door while bad guys emptied their clips of their guns at it. Uh, going back to still my favorite hashtag hang a lantern on it, Daryl, bring it back of uh, finite martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> One at a time. But the more you more you throw at him, the better he gets. Yeah, and if you throw more, if you throw more than one mook at him, and then they're like half as weak because they they're using twice the pool of their key points. That's the reason why you don't roll monks in D and D, guys. Never Just finite martial arts. So that happened. Yeah. We rolled into the, the season proper. Yeah. Same old intro. Same old intro. Uh, still with Colleen. Yeah. She's too good for him. Yes. Uh, really. Too good, too pretty, too smart, too nice, too everything. Just no. 
No, but she solves all the problems. Yeah, because she, her own. she's the smart, talented, good person in that relationship. And Danny is the uh, rote, stereotypical woman. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He is. Like, think about it. He brings home dinner. Like, he makes all the meals. Like, <laughs> And before Carrie gets mad at me, I'm talking, like, old-school trope women, like, the old-school trope relationships. I think you're right. I think you're right about this. He, he's just missing he, the fabulous, does, you know. He does girl talk with his, his friend at work. I mean, uh, <laughs> boy talk. <laughs> talk about ladies. Couldn't you Danny see Danny Rand with her fabulous uh... apron? <laughs> yeah, Danny Rand w- can absolutely rock a fabulous apron because I think we saw him w- rock that in uh, Game of Thrones. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> Like I, I've got like the perfect apron form. It's black and white check with little ruffy frillo fr- frills around. It would be like fabulous on him. It looks like the quintessential nineteen fifties apron, except it's black and white. You mean yellow and green? Yes. Yes, that clearly. No, I, and Carrie, I was actually going to say no, no, no. We have to give him my Kuma Bear uh, apron that I got from uh, Loot Crate. <laughs> your los, your, your dos pollos are. Oh uh, yeah, we can give the we can give the Pollo Hermanos uh, apron that I got too. Yeah, that one. Cross all of the streams. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and uh, the show has reached a new low. So, I mean, not much happened. Like Colleen went piing because we're av- we're av- we are very obviously building up to Nightwing investigations with Misty yeah. Knight and Colleen, like. They are the daughters of the dragon. That is their that is their thing. Also, drink, I guess, because I'm saying stuff from comic books. Um, but we're de- like they put right in there. Like, yep, we are gonna push her into the private eye world. Got to put those clues together, figure yep. it out from my mysterious past, and talk to really bad acting people. <laughs> Colleen has to talk to all of the extras. <laughs> Go see those NPCs, Colleen. Yep. Yeah. Poor, poor Colleen. <laughs> Hear all their dialogue. It's a, it's a quest requirement. Yeah. Is really it, they? They were not good. Mister Yip or whatever his name was, really bad. <laughs> He's gone. He, yeah, I don't have a cousin. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a cousin. Oh, all right, all right, Mister Yip. Yeah. Yep. You are mistaken. <laughs> hey, you guys, leave him alone. Go away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Run away. Um, I mean, they should be scared of her, but why would they be? Yeah, they, they don't know why yet. They will. <laughs> oh, bless you. Sorry. That was, that was loud. You're, you're right. <laughs> yeah, my, my brains are probably on the wall, but that's okay. And Danny's got a job. Yeah, Danny, Danny's got a legit job that he's earning his own money on. So he's got Albert, who I, I like. Yeah, he's fine. He's no big Al, but yeah, he's a nice little Al. Yeah, he's, he's fine for little Al. Um, no reference whatsoever to his previous uh, interactions with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Ward and Joy are there at some point, right? Yeah, Warden Ward shows up in the first episode. I think it's episode two that Joy shows up. 
No, no, it's the first episode. Is it? They call her, call them both over to sign over her shares or whatever. That's right. Because she's not clearly not evil, you guys. No, she just wants the new start. Yep, and with Davos. Yeah, Davos is back, you guys. At hey, least it's Davos, and he's so serious. Yeah, Mister, he he is the edgiest of edge lords. Like I figured it out. Okay, here's what they did. Okay. All right, so everyone hated Danny Rand in season one, right? Yep. So we're gonna we're gonna do the best we can to fix him up, make him a little <laughs> less terrible, and then we're gonna take all the qualities that everyone hated about Danny Rand, and we're gonna put him in this show's villain <laughs> or this season's villain. So da- Davos is the new Danny Rand. Yes, we know yeah. that everyone's gonna hate him because they hated Danny Rand. Yep. It's Basically. it's it's ironic because he's never mind. I'm not gonna spoil the end of the season. <laughs> It's in the sh- it's in the episode titles. <laughs> he's the Ironish Fist. He, he's the other Iron Fist. The steel the steel fist. Uh, he's actually in drink in the in the it comics. Was in the, it was in the freaking the trailer, you know. Yeah, he's, he's the got steel. the red fist instead of the yeah. It's, it's he's the steel coat, right? That's his. That's his steel coat. Oh, I got the steel part right. Yes. Good job. Tetsu, 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 yes. Hey, Rhino's here. The show can start. Yay. Podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. <laughs> no, right, so we're starting over. Because <laughs> Rhino's here. Um, yeah, I mean, we just kind of, we got reintroduced to the characters because it's like, hey, you, you it's been a while since... No, it hasn't been a while since we've seen any of these characters. Yeah, look, it's Colleen. She's so great. And Danny's much better. Yeah. See? So, yes, Danny is a lot better in this season. So far in this season, so like far. two episodes, he was the entirety of season one. <laughs> like, I, can, I still can't say he's great, but. Compared to season better. one, he is. Oh my God. It's so bad. He was so bad in season one. So they, they send him back over to England and have him do, had him get acting lessons and then come back. And then well, it wasn't all his fault in season one. Yeah. There was weird direction. Was bad writing in that. Yeah. They didn't know what, to, they had his character all wrong. Yeah, they really bad did. Decisions. Lots of bad decisions on lots of people. So, so they took him down several levels, and I'm completely okay with that. Like, they took him down to a level where he kind of needed to be to build up from there. Like, well, I mean, in general, like, so they nailed the Iron Fist, like, origin story, but they just didn't, like, let up off of the gas and the making you feel white privilege through the entire season one. <laughs> Well, they, they just made him a little too Oliver Queen for me. 100%. And then they realized that not a lot of people like Oliver Queen. So they're like, uh, maybe we shouldn't make him Oliver Queen. We already have an Oliver Queen show we can watch. And we choose not to. Yeah, so. because it's bad. <laughs> um, I don't want to that in my iron fist. I think I, so. I'm dreading, dreading Daredevil season three, by the way. <laughs> I know. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm dreading oh. just flat out Bat Devil. <laughs> like they're not even trying to hide it anymore. I'm the devil. I'm the devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not looking forward to that. Like I'm not gonna lie. It starts in what, the city. Two weeks. No, wait, wait. Neither Rhino. Rhino. Me either. Or, I did go. Through, I did make it through Arrow season two. Whoa. I didn't make it through season three. Yeah. I, 
what you, all right. Uh, <laughs> I got through season four of Arrow um, because I'm a masochist. And also I was trying to be a completionist of it. Yeah. Was I it, can understand that. Wait, was it season three or season four? Because, well, we're getting one. Season four, because you kept telling me that, oh, no, just stick with it. It gets better. Yeah, season four. Yeah, season four is the one worse. I got. And then it, yeah. I know, I, I'll take it back. Season two got a little bit better. And season three was okay-ish, mostly because they killed off a bunch of characters that I didn't like. Yeah, and season four got better because they killed off Laurel. <laughs> yeah, I know. But by that point, I was just done. I just couldn't do it anymore. And then she came back. Not even, not even Felicity <laughs> keeping me around. I think Felicity's kind of gone now. Like, I don't know where... So I don't, why would anyone watch that show? Because there's a third Black Canary now. Well, sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, Flash and Legends of Tomorrow are still really good. That's what I hear. They're still really, really good. I enjoyed the, the half a season of Flash that I watched. I, I genuinely think even without, like, the... Because, like, I didn't well i don't watch arrow anymore i'll watch the i'll watch I, the only arrow quote quote crossovers crossovers so you get like the one centric episode for each of them um so like other than like they they brought all the characters from arrow into like the crisis on earth x or whatever it was last year and like who the fuck are these people <laughs> like i know who mr terrific is i guess that girl's another black canary i don't freaking know <laughs> Maybe, but uh, on Iron Fist, <laughs> I mean, not much else happened on this episode. <laughs> well, uh, Alice e showed up and was weird. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> I mean, they give you some more hints in the second episode, and I, I think I've figured it out because they're they're laying it on pretty thick. But uh, in the first one, it's just mostly her being weird and not having blonde hair. Yeah, that's that's weird. Uh, well, oh yeah, no, I know who it is now. Yeah, I know who it is. I, I'm. Uh, <clears throat> never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do you the filthy. You know, you know who, do you know who the villain it. she is. Yeah, I already know what villain she is. <laughs> they right. they did the thing, and I'm like, they said I, I missed her name the first time, and then like she started doing her Fight Club thing, and I'm like, oh god, I know who this is. <laughs> Uh, I'm only going to get this is she's a villain borrowed from Daredevil. That's all I'm going to say. Super. Maybe she'll cross over. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, and then all the other notes I have is he's a sponge named Bob. <laughs> okay. And that was Colleen telling Danny and stuff he had missed while he was away. Oh, right, like, right. We right. don't even know what SpongeBob is. It's like, yeah, he's a sponge named Bob. Right. And also, uh, Joy, I don't think it was Danny that killed your crazy dad. I'm pretty sure it was your crazy dad that caused all of the problems. Yeah, why are you, why is she angry at Danny? I, don't understand. I mean, I guess I can understand being mad at Ward since he oh, 100% can understand the secrets and, and addicted to drugs. But why yeah. are you mad at Danny? He killed my dad. No, no yeah, yeah, because he was evil. the whole city. <laughs> I mean. Uh, Okay, your whatever. dad was flat out evil like there's no there was no redeeming that man why are you angry at Danny I just I mean, have to be angry about something so there's I can good reasons to be angry at Danny that's not one of them yes there are plenty of other reasons to be mad at Danny uh, Rachel what did you think of episode one uh, that is the one that's the first episode yeah no that I'm saying that is the one that I kind of halfway slept through oh yeah 
because mm-hmm. I, I saw him with his really bad CG fist punching the truck, and I was just like, okay, this is just not my speed tonight. Yeah, it, it, we remember Rachel's anger about Iron Fist level, season one, level one. So, <laughs> level one. Uh, although level I will one. say, I, I love the fact that, um, what the hell is her name? Colleen? No. Joy? No. Mary? There's not many other females. Main female. Colleen. Colleen, thank you. Um, (laughs) calls him that does kind of call him out on his shit at one point cj fist punching truck (laughs) i love cj fist punching truck (laughs) but yes his punching truck and her calling him out on his shit and you kind of go huh it's about damn time because colleen's the best I, I mean, th- there are little snippets that I have of this, the, the, the first episode because I, I, I've been under the weather. Um, so sleep has been my best friend. So I'd wake up and I kind of half eyeballed one thing and be like, oh, 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 okay. Back to sleep. Yeah. And also Colleen's like, no, I really don't want to fight again. Last time I took up a sword, I chopped a dude's head off. Yeah, that—that was exactly. I don't want to relive that. That was not me. But I don't really want to chop anybody's head head off. Yeah, Bakudo, Bakugo, yeah, Bakugo. There we go, Bakudo, Bakudo, Bakudo. I'm getting putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable and making him a character from My Hero Academia in the process. (laughs) Bakakudo, Bakakudo, Bakugo, Bakura. Yes, all all of the wrong names for. Ba- Bakudo, <laughs> the blue barracuda. <laughs> Carrie's lit in chat tonight. I love it. <laughs> the Hatchet Gang, the Golden Tigers, and the Blue Barracudas. Yes, <laughs> those the, all the Chinese Triad Gang, all the, all the Chinatown uh, gangs. All right, so should we talk about uh, episode two, or do you got to? All right, let's move on. All right. <laughs> But just the tip. Season ah! two, episode two. These boots are made for walking. All right, so this did start earlier in the last episode, but I'm going to say it here so you can look out for it for the rest of the season. You see, the writers of Iron Fist, well, some of them at least, are lazy fuckers who only know how to write one type of scene. That can be best described as two people trapped in a room by circumstances talking. It happens all the fucking time, and it's written directed and acted so lazily that it stands out every fucking time they do it and even if there are three people in the room one of them will still find a reason to stand off camera so you have two people talking it's fucking bad (laughs) in this episode danny bland randomly encounters a murder one of mary is introduced to wing and we see the goddamn fucking iron fist mask but it's just in flashback don't get excited as danny and davros have their backstory retcon some and everyone calls her Wing. Everyone. Ever, uh, did people call her Wing? <laughs> I feel like it happened at some point. I'm sure it did. But again, we're, we're definitely going into the Nightwing territory. Like, definitely. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the Iron Fist mask, which was great to see. It was good to see. And the guy got hatcheted. And, wow, it just randomly happened to be there. And yeah. didn't he? 
Didn't he have a healing powers with his iron fist? What happened to that? Uh, don't get back to that. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Remember all bad. the remember all of those things they learned about controlling chi. Just forget all of those things. <laughs> we'll get we'll get back to that when the plot is relevant to those. Blocking things. the chi, using the iron fist as to heal as well as you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back happened. to that. There was somebody wounded and he used it to. Yeah. Showed him how to use it to heal the guy. What what happened to that? Well, we'll get back to that. Don't worry. The, it's not relevant to the plot yet. Oh, that dude had to die. Yeah, that dude had to die. Because escalation yes. has to happen. Hmm. <sighs> so, remember, like, the credible adulation that I was giving to episode one? Yeah. They stepped back off of that a lot. In this yeah, episode. Yeah. This, this was very season one-y, and I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I was checking my watch on this one. Yeah, yeah, me too. It was just kind of plotting, and there were scenes that were just flat out bad. Yeah, like the ones that uh, Daryl was talking about, especially like the when he was in the office with Mister Yang or whatever his name is, Mister Yip, which is a great no, last. Not Mister Yip, the the other one, the one that controls. Oh yeah, him. yeah, yeah, the leader of the hatchets, the, ha- the hatchet man. When he had a meeting in his office, yeah, he punched his desk for some reason. Yeah, yeah. It's like, man, the acting in this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> This is just bad. I mean, for the most part, like Daredevil does this a lot too, where they just shove the two people into the same room and like so does Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. I mean, they all do it. Yeah, it's it's a Netflix thing, I'm guessing. It's not good. Know. I'm not excusing it, but I'm just saying I mean, it happens in plenty of shows and movies and all types of things. Yeah. But some just do it better than others. Yeah. It's not an example of them doing it well. No. <laughs> no. No, it is not. It's an example of them doing it lazily. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. Uh, we need to stop the gang war. Oh, what's his wife, who we've never talked before, is, is going to be here. Yeah. Gonna show up. Talk her into doing something. And it works. Okay. <laughs> Joy's best friend from college that we've never heard about before. We're going to put her into a room with Buck, Bakut, nope, uh, Davos, Davos. <laughs> not Bakugo, get out of here, Bakugo, nobody wants you here. Uh, it's going to be real weird, she's just going to be like, don't touch the thing, I want to touch the thing. <laughs> don't worry, we'll get to touching the thing here a little bit, don't you worry, I, I can't worry you, and you're, it's convenient you have these connections. yeah. Yeah, everything is very convenient in this episode. This was like this. This one, I, I, I remember stopping taking notes about halfway through because I'm just like I'm kind of done here. <laughs> oh, Mika, I wrote her name down. No, oh. that was her friend from college. I said Dafos and Mika. Yeah, this weird. <laughs> this is very weird. <laughs> is this how anyone in real life behaves? Yeah, no, anyone. <laughs> no, it is not. I mean, maybe somewhere someone does that kind of thing, but it's okay. Yeah, it's it's weird and not good, not good at all. And uh, and we randomly ran into to Alice Eve again. Yeah, okay. Mary is that her name? Mary, Mary. Okay. Just just remember, Bloody Mary. Oh, but I don't know. She goes back to. The dojo, because that's where we always go. Yes, because it's Iron Fist, so we have to go back to the dojo every fucking time we do anything! (laughs) 
Oh, you're not feeling well? I should, I'll, let's take you to the dojo, get a glass of water. But, but, but it's not a dojo anymore. Uh, it's but still it's, the dojo. It will always be the dojo. <laughs> it is the dojo. So we take her there. She acts weird. Goes to the bathroom, steams up the mirror, and wipes it so her face is split in half. Oh, she's got dual personalities. Okay. Yeah. That it, was subtle. She's fight, she's fight Club in that shit. That was real subtle. Uh, so yeah. we know what's up with her, and I guess her personalities leave notes for each other. Yeah. Don't go, don't touch Danny Rand's penis. But I want to touch <laughs> I really want to. But, but it's, uh, I'm sure. But, but I want to touch the thing. It's a beautiful penis. Don't touch the penis. <laughs> but Colleen, she seems nice. I don't want to kill Colleen. I don't want to kill her. Kill Colleen! Sword her. Because, because it's a girl. So we're going to have to have the girl fight at the end of this. And the girl might be Danny or it might be Colleen. <laughs> Either way, I'm going to call it the stereotypical girl fight when it happens. Just so you know. That's fine. That, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, though I don't... So this iteration of the character, obviously a lot different. I can see this one being like, oh no, I'm going to kidnap Colleen. And Danny's like, no, don't kidnap Colleen. And Mary will be like, kiss me or I'll kill Colleen. And he'll be like okay, I'll kiss you. And Colleen will be like, no, don't kiss her. And he'll be like, oh, well, I'm going to kiss her to save you. No, I could kick her ass. Remember, I'm better at everything than you are. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I already kissed her. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. And then Colleen's going to be all mad. Like, you kissed her, even though I could very easily kick her ass. <laughs> I know, but I needed to save you. And I also kind of wanted to kiss her. <laughs> Because she's Alice Eve and very pretty and very nice and very good actor. Yes. Why are you here? <laughs> You're too good for this, Alice Eve. You're too good for this show. Don't, don't, bring, don't bring that. Don't bring yourself down by coming in here. I'm glad you're here, but yes. Why uh, are you here? When are we getting Iron Fist in these? In, in these, <laughs> like, when is that going to happen? See, episode six. I don't know. He's got to lose his power at some point. I guess when right. he fights Davo. Yeah, he's gonna lose his mojo, Davos. and then Iron Fist will come in and be like, "Hey, sucker!" Probably something a, to do with the special magic bowl. Quit, quit being a chump, sucker! I lead gangs now, and he'll be like, "I know, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> I have high hopes for this season of Iron Fist, you guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and he's like, "Luke, buddy, this guy Davos, he's being mean. He Looks stole like, my fist. Right. <laughs> He stole my fist. He's like, all right, buddy, no, let's go take care of it. Yeah, can, can I punch him? Sure, but don't t- don't break my fist. Okay, sure, buddy. <laughs> come, come on, little buddy, Pat Pat. <laughs> uh, I mean, if, if if Iron Fist showed up in Luke Cage, does Luke Cage show up in Iron Fist? Oh, it, it's a matter of time. Like I can I always, so. Because I can almost guarantee that season three of both shows is just going to be Heroes for Hire. I can, it should be. I, I can guarantee. Can we just work our way to that point and skip over all this silliness? Yeah, I mean, well, they've been in, really in I mean, flat out calling Luke Cage a hero for hire in season two, which was dumb. Don't do not do that. But, like, they're getting to the point where it's almost like what it was in, the, in their comic books, the whole reason why Iron Fist and Luke Cage were put in the first place together, which is neither one of their series were doing very well, so we're just going to shove these two characters together. <laughs> uh, so anyway uh, the 
Colleen makes friends with everyone. Yeah, because she's nice and everybody loves Colleen. Colleen's amazing. No, just chase some dudes down that were going to shoot her. And they're like, oh, no, we're friends now. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because you're yeah. Colleen. Oh, you're nice. I like you're, you. You're Colleen. You're nice and you're pretty and you smell nice. And don't, <laughs> don't kill me because you can kill me. Smell nice, yeah. kill me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can guarantee she smells nice. <laughs> <laughs> Even with all the running and the fighting. Yeah. She has no fear of guns. No. <laughs> Point of gun, don't put that at me. Smack. <laughs> Damn you, you mook. Stop putting <laughs> guns at people. NPCs can't fire guns. Yeah, right? Especially not main characters. Absolutely not. Uh, any, any more notes on this episode? Let's see. I wrote poor Mr. Yang, but I've already forgotten what happened to him. Uh, he got punched and he got, he got Davos punched in the throat and died. Oh, that's yeah. right. He, he uh, is like, no more. The tap tap touch on his neck and then he. And he yeah. The, uh, the sixties martial arts cliche of punching somebody quickly in the weird side of the neck. That is not the jugular or anything to make them die. Like when the plot deems necessary. Which is a few seconds later. Yes. He gets plot punched and then dies a couple seconds later. Also, right. Colleen has a landline. (laughs) Remember those? (laughs) She's she's broke. It's okay. It's probably the dojos. I'm sure. Yeah. Dojo's got to have a landline. Yes. And uh, BB, like them bullets, like them little bullets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one of the nicknames I'd written down. BB, like them little bullets. So, yep. Episode two. Yeah. Not enough to make me uh, rage quit, but it was nothing special. Yeah. And this was just very bland. Like, it, it's still better than like 90% of season one, though. Maybe yeah, it, it doesn't take much to be better, better than season, season one. one. It was bad. The fight was really fucking rad, though. Like yeah, the, the flashback of Davos and Danny fighting. That was good. That was, was good. really fucking cool. Like, I like the way they broke it up. Like it kept going back to it. It's like, oh, replace and kept the that was the one not boring thing in the story. Yeah, it, like that's the one thing that that's the only thing that kept me attached because like every time I would start to zone off and literally fall asleep, they'd flash back and like, oh, this is the cool part. This is <laughs> martial arts at my martial arts show. Give me that. Give me more of that. All right, Davos is doing weird. Sex stuff. I don't want that. I don't care about that. Oh, look! Now he's getting punched in the face by Danny, fighting with the scarf. Oh, well, now we're back at Danny and Colleen. Uh, there's Alice acting weird, <laughs> calling on the landline. Oh, the fight. We're back. Yeah, punch, punch, punch. Mary, Mary being weird. Super cool punch. It's up. All right. <laughs> oh, hey, we got to see Kunlun a little bit. Yeah, Kunlun. Whatever. Cunlan. You're a Cunlan, and I'm going to make that joke again. <laughs> the best part of it is, uh, the best part of the season two is I get to make the you're a Cunlan joke over and over and over and over again. Get used to five weeks of this shit, you guys. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Me being you know what you should do, CJ? I should play an intro about Better Call you Saul. Better call, you better call Saul. I better call Saul. I'll call Saul. Come on, iPad. Do the thing. Do do the thing. 
God damn it. I need a new iPad so bad. You can do it. The worst part is now she's completely frozen. Why? Stop. iPad, no. Why? Why are you not doing anything? Technical glitches on an audio podcast. <laughs> Me a geek out recording without technical issues. All right, am I going to be able to do it now? Yeah. Cool. Soul Season 4, Episode 6. Viva hey. Nada. Flashback time. Jimmy and Kimmy are in the mailroom, and it's pretty clear which one of them is actually paying attention. Until Jimmy is caught short, clearly embarrassed by his asshole brother, a defining moment that sees him go into the company's library. Out of fear of ignorance or of losing Kim one day, you decide. Back to the now, Kim sees her own future being dragged down by this man she loves and engineers herself into a law firm. A little white lie that won't bite her in the ass at all, I'm sure. Mike sets up a biodome for the German contractors, and I'm pretty sure the buzz of those like to learn will make everyone go Jack Torrance pretty damn quickly. <laughs> Jimmy visits Howard to pick up his check, discovering that things are running not quite so smoothly for him. It looks like Jimmy heard a lot more than Chuck's reputation when he pulled that stunt in court. Taking this situation and $5,000 into his own hands, Jimmy buys a pallet of burner phones to take his business back on the road. As predicted, he gets himself a little muscle. Well, it could be mistaken for muscle in a dark room if you're upside down. I don't know, man. Jules dangerous with a bag of uh, sandwiches. (laughs) No doubt. And it's that one guy from from a couple episodes ago. <laughs> and that other guy. Yeah, that one that one guy who got locked in the building with the dude. <laughs> that guy's back. Yay. Oh, the show is great. This show is it so really good. <laughs> <laughs> the show's the best. Uh so we got yeah, like uh Daryl said, we got a nice cold open yeah. flashback. We called it a chuck back. A chuck back. Michael McKean got some work. Yeah. Good for him. It's nice to see him again. I never thought I would miss Chuck, but I miss, I miss pre-crazy Chuck. I miss the the like the back and forth, like that. The yeah, they do have a really good dynamic. Like I miss them working off of each other. I think that's the one thing that I hate: the fact that Mike and Saul are not in a lot of scenes together right now. Is they have such a good, like they they work so well together and they don't get enough time together it makes me sad power of obscure case law yep i do like um how they don't try and age anybody down no <laughs> everybody is the same age even though this was 10 years ago now they tried in the first season and they made like the the lights dark and the heavy yep. makeup and a wig on uh, on bob odenkirk yeah I guess they hated that, so just like nope, everybody. Like, no, just- this looks dumb. It's fine. Everybody, nobody cares. <laughs> we'll change his hair a little. Uh, yeah. Um, who was way to glory? Um, I I sincerely hope during her conversation that J- that Kim was on Bluetooth and not going crazy. Probably get- going crazy. Probably because she was definitely talking to her uh, to one of her assistants or to her assistant, and like nobody was there. And I think this might be a little bit too early for Bluetooth. <laughs> I thought she was recording. Didn't she have like a little tape recorder that she was recording notes into? Did she? I don't like know. it. Either that or she was on the phone. Yeah, but again, like this is hey, hey guys, next episode we learn the year. 
Yeah, it's 2004. Whoa, 2004. Yep. This, is, this is way before Bluetooth is a thing that is that small. Okay, I want to know, where the hell were those cell phones in 2004? In Jimmy's trunk. <laughs> they were not that small. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Yeah, you, this, there were sidekicks at the time. You had the smaller flip phones. You had the Razor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Razor. That, that was... she had on up to her ear that was like three inches long, that little teeny tiny thing? No. Oh, yeah, Nokia's. I had one of those. They were like the size of a matchbox. Like, seriously, I don't remember phones being that small. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was adorable. It was like 01 that I had the little tiny one. Phone. I must go find this magical, mystical, tiny phone. Itty bitty phone. Of it Nokia. Before when they, back when they still existed. Anybody remember Nokia? I remember Nokia. Um, do, 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 do. I uh, on the toilet. Hey, look, my juicer made another showing. <laughs> Hi, juicer. I die, my juicer. I should use you more. And the magical, mystical Keurig. That was next episode. Oh, that was the last one, wasn't it? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> We're not there yet. things. D- yeah, 2004. Definitely compensating for their shortcomings. Um, and go, wow, Kim being reasonable about the whole thing. Good for her. Oh, wait, she's really pissed. <laughs> about him not going to the... Yes. Yeah. But at least he's not lying. Yeah, he's being honest with her. So good, good for him. Props for that. Uh, he didn't do anything epically stupid. Yeah. Yet. I uh, burner phone things shady, but it's not full on, you know, full on illegal. Yeah. Um. Uh, I thought she was trying to sell, trying to find a way to sell Mesa Verde. No, <laughs> no, I know exactly what she was doing. She wants to do her thing. She wants to have her cake. Whoa. Whoa. And knock your microphone off the stand. <laughs> have the cake and eat it too, which Saul pointed out. Yes, yeah. directly. I used to use a custom ringtone to make my ringtone the Song of Storms. Nice. <laughs> Heck yes. Uh, let's see. Yeah, German housing. Yeah, they built a nice fancy warehouse with Germans. Yeah, um, I did get before then though. Uh, I did get for I, I do occasionally forget that they can just do hard swears in this, and Hamlin just absolutely <laughs> fuck you, Jimmy. Like whoa, I like that, that. was excellent use of it though. Yes, when you have one, like, season, like you got like you got one to use, <laughs> you got one to burn that you're allowed to burn. Yeah, like, that was an excellent use of it in that. Yes. One. Jimmy just perfectly delivered. Jimmy just poking the bear. There it is. Yeah, fucking Jimmy. Oh yeah, good, good for you. There it is. Use that, Howard. (laughs) Mrs. Nguyen's back. Mr. Nguyen's back. Get rich games never work. You want a phone? Give me fun. (laughs) I love her so much. Uh, Here for you. We get Gus backstory in this one. We do. We we get the story of the Lukama and the Kuati. Yeah. And he's scary all the time. Always. Always terrifying. Always terrifying. I caught the Kuati. <laughs> Locked him in a cage. 
bitch, but I did not kill him. <laughs> Some would say that it is mercy for me to kill him. I did not. I killed him. Eventually, he died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, you're so crazy. Eventually, he exploded and took off half my face. <laughs> you see how the parallels are here. Uh, Lucuma. Katie had Lucuma when she was in Chile. So it's amazing. Nice. And it really does taste like caramel. Oh. The fruit was so sweet. Like caramel. Uh, We got, we have, yeah, all right. So now we're in German housing. Yay, German housing. German housing. And there's a troublemaker. Uh oh. I am offended by what this guy is doing here with my name. And his name's Kai. Yeah, it is. Kai the German. He's stupid and his face is stupid. I hate him. (laughs) Kai the German. Such a troublemaker. He's the only German worker that has a name. That means he's important. Yes. (laughs) They are good boys. I don't even think we heard... The I think we've heard the architect's name like once. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Mr. No, I think we heard it twice. There's a lot in the, the last episode that I've already forgotten it. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, there's the pinatas. That place is horrifying. <laughs> I know, but I love the way it was shot, though. Yeah, it was I, upside down. I literally wrote, I love the camera work in that scene, like it was so. So good, <laughs> beautiful, and again, upside down. Upside down is right side up, and what's upside down is so right side up. It's upside down. Oh my dark God. shadows. It's all scary because Saul's doing his thing. Oh my God! It's it it's so good and horrifying. And hey, there's Huel. And Huel, yay! Hey, all right. Um. And uh, let's see. Uh, only other note is, oh, Miss Strauss. Poor, that's sad. Oh yeah, she died. And I, and I, I appreciate the fact that he was more broken up about the death of Miss Strauss than he was of uh, his brother. Yeah, like that one hit him hard. But like, yeah, his brother's like, yeah, whatever. Oh, did did so and so get the Alpine Shepherd boy? What? What? <laughs> the little dolphin? The little the, the Hummel? Oh, the knickknacks. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he got it. It's like, oh, so he finished college? How do you know that? Oh, right, you wrote the will. (laughs) How do you know all this? He remembered the will. He remembered her will. Yeah. Like, for all the shit that Jimmy does and all the horrible things that Saul will do, he apparently actually cared about old people. (laughs) Elder law was a thing that he actually apparently cared about. He did. And I love him for it. nice to have these moments of endearing indeed uh we ready for episode seven let's go to episode seven all right season six episode 13 gotcha god fucking damn it the first few minutes of this episode are sublime did you think jimmy and kim would only be planted by death or prison how about watching them drift apart through a split screen montage it's a fucking masterpiece that moment the camera angle starts to diverge in the bathroom mirrors, the parts did likewise. Kim taking on her real work, helping people in court as a Mesa Verde statues mount up. 
the way their sleeping hours go out of sync until they're literally back to back. That song that goes from fitting to ironic over four minutes and 54 seconds. We now have a relationship that can end on three little words. Fuck. And then we roll credits and there's a whole episode to talk about it. I need a goddamn drink. (laughs) Jimmy gives you a personal tour around his potential new office. Not quite the 40th floor. Future Finger Dinger is not above catching quick glimpses of his nurse's backside, proving that he's himself trapped inside the prison of his broken body, something Gus enjoys greatly. Jimmy and Kimmy go to a company party where Jimmy starts off strong but can't help himself from letting Saul out of the bag. His audience loves it, of course, but the humiliated Rich finds a little rich for his blood. And Huel knocks out a plain-clothed cop. Slight mistake. Slight. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Oops. Don't hit cops with bags of sandwiches. No, it turns out it's bad. <laughs> it's like, Especially when you have yeah. priors and a racist DA. Um, <laughs> you, you can't. Uh, it was an assault. He was hit with a bag of sandwiches. <laughs> Come on. I'm sure there were salt in there, though. So, yeah, they may have been salt. It, it might have been a salt. Might have been several salts. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, the the first the beginning of the episode confused me so so much because not only was it a split screen, but they started with like just one half of the screen. So I thought like my streaming video was screwed up, <laughs> and then the other half of the screen, you know, faded in. I was like, oh okay, and then I was like, what's with the split screen? Oh yeah, you are watching their relationship dissolve in watching watching them grow apart. Oh my god, it was heart wrenching. Yeah, like you and I were like, oh yeah, she's gonna die. Like if like if she's lucky, she's just gonna leave. No, we get to watch them crumble because fuck you, this is a Gilligan show. (laughs) It's not what you think. Yeah, this really complex, beautiful split screen montage with this song and oh my god. I know I talk about the podcast thing that they do for each episode. Go listen to it. Because they spend basically the entire episode talking about <laughs> making that split screen uh, cold open. Yeah, I can imagine. Because it was a tremendous amount of work. As for breaking jazz's focus, as always. Yes. Wow. Um, nice callback, Carrie. Well done. Um, just, man, just. they wanted that song but they couldn't afford the original version so they (laughs) hired someone to make a version and then they were able to like get it to work exactly the way they wanted it to flow good you know they had to they couldn't shoot all those scenes in order because there were different locations and time was progressing so they had like this huge chart and stuff that it's insane it's insane but it's incredibly effective and beautiful yeah especially i love it when it like when the you know it's a split screen, there's two different things going on, but then it's back to them, and then they'll like reach from one split screen over to like pour the glass of wine. It's like yes. oh, this, this moment, but then it immediately goes off, and then they're like back to back, and then one fades out. It's the and other then Kim one. fades oh out. My yeah. God. Oh my god! Killed it. Killed Quit it. being a masterwork, you fucking show. Like this show is so great work and storytelling without words yeah not a single word outside of the song just showing you you stuff and yet you understood everything oh absolutely you do and if it doesn't win some at least some sort of editing emmy for that piece of magic then you you don't know what you're doing emmys right um 
and give, then, it, give it the awards, all the awards. Then <laughs> we get into the fact that this episode answers a lot of questions. Like, this is a, actually a very important episode because we get the official Better Call Saul like drop. Like, yeah. Yeah, he gets his name Better Call Saul because he sells phones. Get it? (laughs) I get it. That's where his catchphrase comes from. Yeah, because he sold phones as Saul Goodman, and that's the best. Um, The the single shot scene of him uh, giving Huel the tour of the office that he's thinking of buying. Yes! So making you think that it's Kim and then it, it flips and it's Huel. And and it's, you know, then the camera turns and Huel. So, no more cell phones? <laughs> oh, man. Like, what if you were if you were a lawyer? What, would you want this office? Nah, man. Yeah. If I was a lawyer? 47th floor. <laughs> if I wasn't flying around on my private jet. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, you were just the best. Oh, wow. You had, like, three lines, Yule, and you have endeared yourself to me more than you can possibly imagine. So, Rachel, you didn't watch Breaking Bad at all. So, our love for Huel on that level doesn't translate to you but what what like you i think this might have been your first introduction to him between this this was my first introduction to huel and he is just okay he he strikes me as being very much on the spectrum yeah (laughs) Yeah, i could see he strikes me as being so socially awkward that saul is literally his only friend and he doesn't know how to deal with that yeah and all he sees with the music in his, is, is, the headphones on his head is his friend being accosted. Somebody, somebody, by somebody with a very angry look on their face. So, yeah. Somebody, somebody is uh, somebody attacking little friend must protect little friend. Well, <laughs> that, that, that's Saul exactly also pays him to protect him. So I, I see him this kind of as like Hulk and Saul is the kitty cats. <laughs> yes. 100%. Must protect little fr- small friend. Must protect small fuzzy. Oh my god! It's no, just... no, 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 no! <laughs> He's a cop, you. <laughs> like, and, and his, I'm just gonna run away and hide. You can't do that. No, but yes, I can. They didn't find this person. But no, dude, That's I got not a bolt. the answer. <laughs> no, but please, but, but they won three years. Yeah, okay, they're just, not gonna get that. Please do not run. You'll no, just don't. Please don't. <laughs> Don't do this, please. Let, let me take care of it, all right? Yep. And, and and just just the look of like, shit, on his face as he's sitting there like, I'm going to be in jail for three years if I let them do this. I don't want to be in jail for three years, Mr. Saul. <laughs> I, I I wanted to hug him. And, and that's cool. <laughs> and, and and then the, um, what, watching her go through um, no name office store pulling pens and everything off the walls. I'm like, oh, I, I think I see what's happening here. I heard uh, a lot of other people talking about this episode, and they were like, "What is she doing?" Yeah, I was like, "She's well." That, that's what it was initially, and then I was like, "Oh, like, oh, she... and, and then she calls him, and then I see her putting him on the bus, and he starts writing, and I went, "I know what he's doing." I still, I didn't catch on to it for a while. Like uh, she's grabbing all the like construction paper and markers and cars. Like she's gonna because it was like it was one of two things. Either it's gonna be he's writing all these fake letters bashing the, this um lawyer that's trying to put him away for this long, the or they're building him up to be like 
like they said in the in, in the episode, he sounds like fucking Santa Claus. Oh my god! Thirty Street in here. Oh yeah, you got you got. This is just for today. Got Judge Inconceivable back. Or was that next episode? That might have been next episode. I know we're we're bleeding over, but they they kind of go together. Yeah, really tightly. So yes, because you know episode seven steps it up. Episode eight, you know, knocks it off the tee. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll finish talking about this one. There's just a couple of points, really. Right. Uh, Hector's feeling better. Yay! You check you checking out that booty though. Uh, like you do. <laughs> it was it was an unintentional reflex. It was a spasm. No, it wasn't. Uh, though, so I keep forgetting that actor's name, but freaking even in Breaking Bad and in this, like. He does such a great job of portraying a man who is a prisoner in his own body. Like, and and watching that descent in BCS is just, it's heartbreaking and soul tearing. Yeah. It would be sad if he wasn't just the worst. (laughs) If he wasn't the devil incarnate however it's still like it's still still a great job of making it like watching this man become a prisoner in his own body and what that does to people and, and what then, little things you can do to try and remain yourself even if it is being a pervy old man <laughs> like th- that is, God sees it and he's like oh i yeah. think it's time to change uh change people you can go back to uh, oh, crap where'd you come from uh, John Hopkins. John Hopkins. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, I only remember that because they are literally everywhere down here. Uh, yeah. It's like you can go back. We'll get. We'll. Ra- Rachel was afraid that like, she. But would. I think we could make progress. He may even be able to walk again. It's like, mm, no, no, we're good. <laughs> yeah, this, this is this is this is where I want him. Right um, here. It, it's uh yeah. Rachel's like, is she gonna? He's gonna kill her, isn't she? No, I sat here going, please don't kill her. No, no, please don't kill her. I like this doctor. Don't you? No. I was nervous. He was cooking your dinner. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, and then he cleaned poison. off the knife, and I was like, oh, shit, she's dead, isn't she? <laughs> please. So then, guys, she's a nice, smart lady. She doesn't yeah, she's, she's, yeah, don't don't kill the nice doctor. And she didn't, and he didn't. Like, no, she's, no. she's alive. At she least didn't. for right now. No, I have a feeling she won't return <laughs> I'm hoping that she doesn't come back and we don't see her again. Because if she comes back, she did. Yeah, because every time somebody, else, every time a uh, a special guest shows up, you will kind of always have to wonder if they're going to die. Like <laughs> a very special appearance, by like you 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 have characters that obviously exist to Breaking Bad, but like other than those, like a person pops up and they're not Breaking Bad. It's like, oh shit, how are they going to die? <laughs> Are they gonna die horribly like Nacho's friend? <laughs> Speaking of Nacho and his friend, uh we talk about episode eight. Uh well, uh it's all at the Christmas party. He doesn't yeah. all. And I wrote the note nap time, but I don't remember why. <laughs> I don't know. Oh well, episode eight. Maybe it'll come to me. Arrow, season 13, episode 32, <laughs> cost cutter. That's it then. Jimmy and Kimmy are broken up. Saul is leaving with his stuff in boxes and bags. We saw it come in last episode and... Wait, oh, so he's leaving on a bus. And writing stuff. Yes, this is all an elaborate ruse to get Huel out of doing some serious prison time. A letter-writing campaign from his hometown, complete with phone numbers. 
a genius plan that's classic Saul Goodman, except it was Kim's idea and she liked it. In fact, this shared adventure cements her relationship with Jimmy at a time when it seemed the weakest. I need another fucking drink now. Maybe some of that expensive tequila that so perfectly symbolizes the joy of the con. <laughs> and Nacho is back in the diner collecting money and jewelry. Mike gives the team some much needed r and but it's not the hotheads he has to worry about so much this evening. It's the drunken architect who needs public recognition for his covert genius. Do you think he's going to last long? Or are we going to be watching Breaking Bad soon, knowing exactly which concrete pillar has his body inside? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or at least Kai, for sure, is going to be in one of those concrete pillars. Uh, so I, I wanted to say this the entire thing. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Carrie, unmute yourself. Yes. Hey, hey, hey Velfreya. Yes. I'm going to touch the thing. And then you kicked out of a script joint because I touched the thing. <laughs> that is true. Kai got kicked out of the strip joint for touching the thing. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to touch it. <laughs> I'm so glad. Like he got kicked out of the strip joint. I'm like, hey Rachel, Kai touched the thing. <laughs> and I proceeded to walk away shaking my head. <laughs> beautiful it it only took us like a year for a payoff on that and a completely different show so yay congratulations I totally saw that coming letters for Huel hashtag yes indeed and so every every season of Better Call Saul somewhere between like episode 6 and 8-ish there's like just perfection from beginning to end yes love it this is this this is season fours <laughs> like I, nine and ten i don't see them getting better because things no. have to go down from this point because things are going way too well yeah kim, kim and jimmy's relationship is at its best like he's being a badass Mr. Off this elaborate beautiful amazing con <laughs> and it's mostly kim's idea yeah it, yeah it's almost entirely kim's idea like and then she's like, "Yeah, let's do more." And then I have a feeling I have I, I have a feeling that's how this is going to end poorly. Yeah, poor Kim. Oh, it's not going to end well for her. But this is definitely not going to end well because she has proven that she cannot. She does not know moderation. <laughs> she does not know moderation at all. So yeah, <laughs> killed it. Oh man, the letters and the phones. Like, yeah. And the inconceivable—he's got, he's got pallets of burner phones. Of yeah. course, he can do this. Yeah, <laughs> so he's still, like create dummy phone numbers from this bum f town, and, and he hires his uh, yeah. student. Yeah, student friends, friends back. Getting the film students back from the ones that recorded this thing. Yeah, she, she took Yeah, she took improv classes. Good for her. And then we got uh, Babu and Kurt got to do some of his old comedy routines. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yes. Thank you for letting uh, letting him use his uh, comedic timing and oh my god, his uh, perfect <laughs> rich Creole accent. Yeah, right. Oh, I do, monster. Yeah, just, it was all oh, oh, Huel. He's a great friend of ours. Great job! It's like, thank you for letting Bob Odenkirk just be Bob Odenkirk the entire <laughs> episode. Like, I got crawdads in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's something you can clip out forever. <laughs> Absolutely. 
uh you know that's my new jazz ringtone for all the times that jazz calls me uh <laughs> crawdads in my pants there you go um just like writing so, letters hiring uh, people on the bus to write letters yeah yeah just go swears writing and remember book. we promise no profanity yeah no, no swears <laughs> i can't pay for that one <laughs> Oh I appreciate your, your energy, though. Use that. Yeah. And did five hour five hour energy exist in two thousand four? Uh, only when we find out. All right. To the interwebs later, like two thousand eight ish. But I could be wrong. Yeah, the, yeah, because I definitely remember like Red Bull around that time. Uh, 2001. Oh, look at that. Introduced 2004. Wow. 2004 on the nose. Wow. Oh, all right. Holy shit! It's been 15 years. <laughs> fucking five-hour energy. I just remember, you know, watching Hulu Lost on Hulu, and that was all of the commercials were five-hour energy commercials because you know it was the first year of limited commercial interruptions, sponsored by five-hour five energy. All of them. The only commercials we have are Five Hour Energy. Yeah. They were floating Hulu in the early days. Not any better than if you're watching this on demand because everything is Walking Dead right now because Rick Grimes is leaving the season. So every single commercial break is fucking Walking Dead. I just buy it on Amazon. I I watch it on PlayStation View. But it's still. Well, if you got it, then. Yeah. I, I I love my PlayStation View. I know. I just paid the 18 bucks and bought the season That's on Amazon. Fair. That's fair. Standard yeah. definition. I, I watched Walking Dead for three seasons, and then I'm just like, this is this is not scary. It's not like enticing me. Like the character drama is dumb. Like I'm just I'm out. I watched one season. I was like, I see how every season of this show is going to be. Yeah, and I'm not down. So the, the first three seasons were definitely not bad. for me. <laughs> apparently it got a little bit different but they how they got a little bit different is by literally just killing random ass people oh no they're zombies oh we found some people oh they're bad oh we ran away we fought yep. oh well Rick i guess Jesus. that's that next season oh we found another place and then there's some more people yay oh no they're bad too and uh, Except for one who will join our to- uh, join our party forever like yeah no you're <laughs> that you're, one you're, character that the audience likes yeah, no, you're 100% correct. Like, that is how at least the first three seasons of Walking Dead went. Like, that was it. Like, it's just not for me. And I know lots of people like it. Yeah. They keep making it. And it's like one of the highest rated shows on AMC. So, yeah, with, with all the main characters leaving, I don't think it's going to be staying out for very long. Probably not much longer. No, I guess, I guess as long as Norman Reedus is in there, then they'll keep making it. But yeah, a- Andrew Lincoln is leaving. So, like, there's. There's no more leading character, so pretty much you have, uh, you have Norman Reedus, and that's it. Like uh, the Inuyasha post-apocalyptic shows. Oof, oof, <laughs> oh, that shade throne. That is the shade powered by Geek.io right there. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. This this was a good episode, though. Like this episode was amazing. Yeah, I loved every second of this. Yeah, episode. nine and ten are not going to be this good. It is as simple no. as that. Like, it's a, they're going to be good though. 
but not this good. This is the pinnacle of the season. Yep. This is the high point and everything just going to start falling off a cliff from this yeah. point on. Yeah, pretty much. And, and plus, uh, guess who's directing episode nine? Bob Odenkirk? No. We know something terrible is going to happen. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh God is uh is uh fuck um Gilligan back doing it? Gilligan's directing episode nine. Oh no, Kim's gonna die, you guys. <laughs> oh no. Kim and the Germans are gonna die in episode nine. Everyone's gonna die. Everybody's gonna, gonna die. Well, we're gonna stick uh stick a camera in some weird places too. Yeah, very weird places. And every shot will be fifteen minutes long. <laughs> And you're going to love it, but... But yeah, it'll be fantastic, but it'll be 15 minutes long and super awkward. <laughs> I'm okay with this. But yeah. it does... I don't know why his way. name escaped me for a second, like... I was, like yeah, I was wondering what was taking so long. Like, just like, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm smelling toast. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, today I was like, why is he directing the second to last episode rather than the last episode? Um, because shit's going down in the <laughs> something. <laughs> Something's going down in episode nine. There's a reason he's like, no, nah, I'm doing nine. Yeah. <laughs> all you guys. Yeah, fuck your season finale. <laughs> I got nine. <laughs> also, wait, I, I don't know. I, I like 10, 10 episode seasons. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Like as much as like, oh no, it's only 10 episodes. Like, man, it's mm-hmm. really good 10 fucking episodes. Like, <laughs> it makes it makes them, makes them quality and choice. Yeah, exactly. So, because you, you can't have much filler, like you have to have plot going on. Like that's the one Everybody's thing. I was chasing a fly in a room for an entire episode. Yeah, even uh, though I like that episode, I know a lot of people hate it. I but hate that episode. It's so thanks, CJ. <laughs> that is one of the worst pieces of television I've ever seen. And how the fuck did that win Emmys? It's <laughs> art. Uh, I mean, that's like Game of Thrones episode. The, the penultimate episode is always the big one. And then you like, then you have the epilogue. Sliding and then, well, it's not blah. It's sliding into the next season. No, because, I said epilogue. Oh, epilogue. I heard then you have blah. <laughs> no. Epilogue. Yeah. And then, and then sliding into, epi- into the next Fallout season. Fallout from all that went down in episode nine and set up the next season. Yeah. Because I think it got renewed and like so there are certain things that we have to get to to tie back into breaking bad uh i'm actually gonna i'm i'm actually gonna have rachel sit and watch breaking bad after better call saul is done to see if it's any different from a person who went in in reverse order yeah went in with the prequel and goes into the actual show but saul doesn't show up till season two i know oh god (laughs) why is that dad from malcolm in the middle here why is he naked? Why is, <laughs> why is Zordon from that critically acclaimed Power Rangers movie naked? Put on some pants, Walter. Um, all right. I think it's about time that we wrap it up. We have no news because I right. uh, Nacho Nacho's doing some stuff. Oh yeah, Nacho's ripping earrings out. Ow! At least it wasn't eyes. Yeah, yeah. At least yeah. At least it wasn't an eye ring. Like. <laughs> He's living fancy and apparently trying to find a way to run away to Canada with his dad. Yeah. So he's got plans. We have a new Salamanca that showed up. Eduardo Salamanca. Yeah, we got a a new Salamanca that we've never seen before. Yeah, he'll probably die. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Oh, Miss uh, Miss Nguyen. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's mad at you. 
Yeah, oh yeah, Mr. Wynn. Wife advice from Mr. Wynn is the best. You take it to a nice restaurant with cloth napkins. With cloth napkins. And wait till say sorry. And then you say sorry again. Whatever she say, you say sorry. (laughs) Whatever she says, you say sorry. (laughs) I think we're past that. Relationship advice from Mr. Wynn Wynn is the best. I leave the bottle. (laughs) Yeah. Drinking that hard Korean liquor, man. Like, ooh, ooh. And Heifeisen. Uh, that's how you say it. Yeah, Heifeisen. And yeah, that dude. Oof. Yeah, he's dead. He's absolutely dead. I mean, Mike's protecting him for the moment, but. Just to get the architecture done. Like, once that's done, though, yeah. Like, I, I have a feeling they're going to build up the, the lab, and because it's sealed, they're just going to pump gas into it. <laughs> And murder all of the Germans. Aw. And yeah, Kai's absolutely going to be in one of those cement columns, Daryl. I'm in one of the columns. <laughs> absolutely. I'm in the thing. Right there under the, the meth cooking. Uh, Why does everything smell blue? <laughs> I smell blue. I smell blue. All right. All now right. we can wrap it up. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you want to contact the show, you can do so. Show at geek-io.net. Just put spoilers, small screen spoiler show, S4, something like that in the subject line. And we will read it on the show. If you want to drop us a social media line, you can do so as well there going over to Geek.io show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we have a Discord that you can hang out with us when we are not on the air, including talking about the show in particular by going over to geek-io.discord. And if you go to our Patreon page at geek-io.net slash Patreon, you have a master feed of all the shows that we do on the network, including this one. And uh, you get access to private Discord channels strictly for uh, discussions and fun times had by everybody. Um, Remember, we record Mondays at 10 p.m. over at twitch.tv slash geek.io show and also geek-io.net slash Amazon. Amazon. All right. Uh, we've had some show titles. We've had a lot of show titles. Some show titles. <laughs> some show titles. They just keep scrolling and they just keep coming. And now Jazz gets to read them. <laughs> Whew. All right. Loosen up, Jazz. You got this. All right. All right. Now get your drinks ready because I'm absolutely going to screw some of these up. Yay. There's just so many. All right. Flower in the Moon Sky. Save the Day QTE. Slightly Races Laundry Cleaners. Finite martial arts, wrote stereotypical women. Oh, oh, I forgot to turn off the vote thing. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff just moved. All right, let me try this again. <clears throat> Fabulous apron, Los Kuma Bear Hermanos. Kuma Bear? Yeah, Kuma Bear. Kuma Bear. Okay. Bad acting NPCs, clearly not evil, you guys. A little less terrible. Davos is the new Danny. The Ironish Fist, another Black Canary. Shows up and was weird. A sponge named Bob. CG fist punching truck. CJ fist punching truck. The blue barracudas. Iron Man, but just the tip. Well done, Daryl. One type of scene. Touching the thing. Mary Mary, quite contrary. Back to the dojo. Weird side of the neck. Plot punched. Davos is doing weird sex stuff. Yeah, he is. That one guy and that other guy. The power of obscure case law. In Jimmy's trunk. Have your cake and knock your microphone. Nice fancy warehouse with Germans. Kai fended. Actually cared about old people. Gotcha. Must protect small friend. Kai touched the thing. 
pallets of burner phones. Whew. The shade powered by Nikaya. And I smell blue. Barracuda. Good job. Man, that was a lot of them. Carrie was busy. Yeah, man. <laughs> Carrie's lit in chat today. I love it. Uh, I've thrown my choices in there. Let anybody else vote. Um, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, tune in. Thir- what I want to point everybody to is Thursday night. Uh, the Exploding Dice crew take over Geek.io show, and we're going to be really horribly acting again for our Halloween special for the month, and I can't wait. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>